Most business owners at some point or another experience that feeling of working 24-7. If you feel like you're on a hamster wheel of never-ending tasks, I've been you, I get you, and today's episode is dedicated entirely to helping you identify what's holding you back and how to break free from working around the clock. Let's dive in. You're listening to the Freedom Found Podcast, an audio community for freedom-driven entrepreneurs wanting to build and scale an impactful online business that allows them to spend more time with their toes in the sand than their fingers on the keyboard. I'm your host, Crystal Church. I'm an email copywriter and business mentor, borderless entrepreneur, and wannabe dog mom. On this podcast, we'll talk all things online business, marketing, strategy, mindset, health, travel, and what it's really like to be a borderless entrepreneur. Freedom Found is all about equipping you with insight and actionable tips to help you build your business around your life so you can spend more time exploring new cities, hanging with your family, working on that new business project, or quite frankly, however the hell you'd like. Before we can really jump into the nitty gritty of how to stop working 24-7, we have to first identify what's keeping you in the grind in the first place. And while it's easy to say, well, I'm working 24-7 because I just have too much on my plate, and likely you do, it also goes so much deeper than that. So while this episode's going to be super tangible and tactical as usual, I'm also going to encourage you to really take every piece of what I'm saying and think about it in depth, in terms of your business, and to audit things in your mind as we go, or even get out your notebook and do so. Because getting a bird's eye view of the pieces of your business that we're going to be discussing today and how you're allocating your time and energy is going to help you improve things for the better. It's going to give you a new perspective on the way that your business can function, on the way that you want to spend your time and energy, and overall how you can stop working 24-7. As someone who has experienced both working 24-7 and hustling around the clock for months on end, and as someone who has worked part-time and grown her business consistently doing so, I can tell you that this boils down to two key things. Whether or not you are working overtime or undertime, it comes down to how these two pieces are working and functioning within your business. And the first piece is operations. Now, this is really talking about your logistical structure, your support within your business, your delegation, and your time and energy disbursement. So let's break these four things down. The reason I have encompassed all of these under operations is because I really feel like you need all four of these to work harmoniously for operations in general to be functioning in a holistic standpoint. So Logistical structure can really look like how you're working within the business on both a daily, a weekly, and a monthly basis. I'm talking about the projects that you're working on, the clients that you're supporting, marketing that you're doing, outreach for your own business. What are your operations? What is the logistical structure of your day-to-day, your week-to-week, your month-to-month? Okay, so you might right now be doing it all, and that's totally okay. You might right now be doing part of it and be supported with part of it from team members or have lots of people on your team and just be working in your zone of genius. Whatever phase of your business you're in, there is no wrong answer here. We all start at the beginning. So if that's where you are, that's okay. If you are in the middle or more advanced entrepreneur, then there are still key areas that you can continue to refine if you think that you are not in your optimum state in your business yet. And I personally believe that we're 
ever evolving as business owners, and we can always learn and adapt and continue to expand on our businesses and our ideal vision of how we want to spend our time and how we want to spend our life. Our first key thing here in operations is our logistical structure. So what I recommend doing, if you aren't really sure, what I mean by that is I recommend you taking an audit of your business. So over the course of the next week, it doesn't need to be fancy at all. You can grab a notebook and a pen and just keep it on your desk or keep it with your laptop and literally just start to jot down where you're spending your time, what's happening within the business. So for example, Monday morning, I'm in a team meeting from this time to this time. Okay, then I'm supporting clients from this time to this time. Then from this time to this time, I am working on marketing or let's say scrolling Instagram. And then we can start to see not only how the structure of your day-to-day is fixed, but also other details like how you're spending your time, which really goes into some of the subcategories we have here like support. So within your business, what kind of support are you receiving? Are you receiving support from team members? Are you working with others? Are you in solopreneur phase? Are you working with a coach or a mentor to get to the next phase in your business? How are you getting the support you and your business need to continue to elevate, to continue to expand, to go to that next level? If it's nothing at the moment, that's also okay. There's always a next opportunity. And we're going to talk about today, although that's a whole nother episode I could do, is how to know when to invest in your business. But we are going to speak about that a bit later on. Okay, so what support are you receiving? Do you have a social media manager helping you? Do you have a VA? Do you have a business coach? All of those little pieces. Start to map that out. And this comes back to the auditing homework piece. If you aren't quite sure what's happening on a regular basis and you feel this happened to me so many times, like you would get to the end of the day and you're like, what did I do today? Because I know I worked the entire day, yet I can't quite grasp. It's not tangible enough for me to put a name on what I quote unquote accomplished. If you feel like that at all, I encourage you just to keep an audit of your time, tasks, the logistical structure in your business, what support you're getting just for a week. And with support comes the added piece of delegation. So wearing your best hats is our goal. So you being the CEO, you being the visionary, you being the chief designer, copywriter, whatever that is in your business, and then passing off all the other hats and all the other pieces to others that that's their zone of genius. So for example, if you are that visionary, that CEO, maybe you're passing off your marketing to a marketing assistant or uh, your social media to a social media manager or your next launch copy to a copywriter. This is where we start to look at operations in terms of where are things being dispersed? Are you the catch-all still? Are you the bottleneck in the business? And a lot of times, especially with service-based businesses, you tend to be the bottleneck. And there are a lot of ways that we can rejig things and expand and grow the business to relieve some of that pressure, all right? And the last thing here that really ties in with operations in your business is your time and energy disbursement. And that's why I keep coming back to this audit. It is such a simple way to start to track and see where you're spending your time and energy. Do you feel like you're actually spending your time and energy wisely? Because often we feel like the things that we're doing on a regular basis, even when we're so, so busy, they need to be done and they have to be done. And we tell ourselves these stories of, well, I have to work because X, Y, and Z 
needs to get done. This is life or death, whatever that is. So it's important for me to stay up until midnight every single night creating content for whatever your next launch is or big project, you name it. So time and energy disbursement is so important. It's something that business owners don't often track because we feel like, ironically, we don't have the time to do so or it's not important enough. But if you're listening to this episode, I know that you are feeling like you're wanting to get out of the grind of working either 24-7 or just working a lot and start to bring in a little bit more ease in your day-to-day. So I want you to remember that you can't do it all alone forever. You don't need to. Well, I suppose you can, actually. It's just that you don't need to. And it's easy to think that, By doing it all alone, you're saving money or resources for the business, but you're actually using the only two resources that are extremely limited, your time and your energy. And this is what brings me to the second piece of working 24-7. The first thing that'll keep you working 24-7 or allow you to work less is nailing down your business operations. Inside of that, we talked about logistical structure, support and delegation, and time and energy disbursement. The second piece that'll hold you back from working part-time, that'll keep you in that grind of working 24-7, is mindset. And so much about working, working, working is actually about how you choose again, to disperse your time and energy. So this piece flows into operations and into mindset because we have more choice here than we think we do. And this is a lesson that took me way too long to learn in business. So I'm so excited to tell you about this today because I wish I had known this a year ago. And if I had, I would have made a lot of choices differently. So mindset around working 24-7 has a few subcategories as well. Let's dive into them. The first is concepts around what a day looks like, a day in the life of your business. Here's the thing. Society has conditioned us to believe that a workday is eight hours, at least, that it runs from 9 a.m. and that you're done when you hit 5 p.m. or until you're the only one up at midnight still tinkering away on your keyboard with the bright light hitting your face and darkness all around you. Raise your hand if you have been there too. But the problem is really twofold. Most of us go through waves of productivity outside of this nine to five block. And thus, the nine to five model can constrain both our creativity and our efficiency. So that's the first problem here with this mindset around nine to five working. The second is that we often find time fillers, even subconsciously. Whether we realize it or not, That means that a task that maybe if we sat down and we were dedicated and we were focused, we could complete in two hours actually ends up taking us five because our subconscious knows that we need to work until 5 p.m. or until a certain time. So we stretch out our tasks. We faff around a little bit or find other side tangents to go down instead of just focusing on the task at hand, especially if you're a procrastinator, which I am. This is a huge roadblock and it can keep you working far longer, not just in one day, but in weeks and in months and in years than you actually need to. So the concept around what a day looks like really needs to be unlearned and rewired in our brains. When I first started my business, I was dedicated to working that nine to five. Let's be honest, it was probably more like eight to eight day because I was really focused on growing my business quickly. 
And I was okay with that. You have to decide what works for you. I wouldn't change what I did in the first six months of my business because I built momentum really quickly. However, there was a period of time where I believe I should have started shifting the way that I was spending my time and the way I was viewing my workday so that I wasn't still working 12-hour days back to back to back. I should have shifted my time so that I could have started working a little bit less and just been a bit more intentional with how I spent my time, how I spent my money, my resources, and we're going to dive into that a little bit more. And that would have saved me the grief and the struggle of going through cycles of burnout and continuing to work what felt like around the clock and not really getting much break because I felt like I had to keep going. I had to keep going in the business and I couldn't stop or I would lose momentum. And I was kind of the only one holding up the fort. Okay, even if I did have some support in my business, I still had created a business that was putting most of the reliance on me to do things. This took a lot of unlearning and it was a wonderful process to go through. But there are some shortcuts you can take with adjusting your mindset first. So let's talk about how to switch up what a workday looks like for you. And I think that that starts with what productivity means. So if we always equate productivity with time spent working, we will catch ourselves in an existence that revolves around working 24-7, which is the state that I found myself in. And I see a lot of my clients come through my doors initially feeling like if they're not doing anything, they're not doing enough. And that's a really dangerous state to exist in because it means that you are going to continue working 24-7 or have this huge amount of entrepreneurial guilt that follows you around like a little cloud saying, hey, excuse me, you should be working right now. Hey, excuse me, you didn't do enough. And that is not healthy, nor is it necessary to have a thriving, productive, efficient business. So what we can do is rewire both what we want our workdays to look like and what productivity means to us. And one of the things I recommend you do if you are working on your own as a solopreneur or you have a team is I encourage you to sit down and have a meeting with yourself or with your team and answer the question of what does a successful day look like to me or to us? This is a question I actually threw at my team in a meeting recently and It was so fascinating for us to sit down and write out what do we think success means in a day? What would we be proud of? Where are our values? What does success look like in a week? And what does productivity look like? What does it mean to us to be efficient? And actually just start to journal on these things or talk about it roundtable and answer some of these questions. A lot of the things that came up within my team were things that we value together as a business, some of our core values and also our mission in helping others is all about freedom. The patterns that we notice in our brainstorms around what productivity and efficiency and what we want a successful day to look like within the Casey team was all around, well, having time and space to create, to explore, to be flexible with our schedules, to take a long lunch, to incorporate exercise, to deliver to our clients. It was a really holistic approach and that aligns with our values and you might have some overlap there or you might be thinking something completely different and that's okay. Whatever aligns to you under what a successful day, week, month in your business looks like is totally fine. What we want to do is take this brainstorm 
and really start to think, okay, if this is what success looks like to us, what does productivity look like? Hone in on that question a little bit more and say, well, productivity looks like us completing A, B, and C. You know, be realistic here. Don't set goals that you know are going to keep you up working 24-7. And if you do, if you absolutely need those things done and you can't do it without working 24-7, then that means it's definitely time to outsource. And this leads me to the next key piece. Our mindset around both money and investing in our business can completely hold us back and keep us in this grind of working 24-7. So investing in your team support or coaching and mentorship support is so, so key as you grow your business. And disclaimer here, this is not to say that the next step you need to do is go out and hire somebody. It certainly might be, but it's something that you need to factor in at some point if your goal is to continue to grow. The reason is, is like we mentioned, you cannot keep doing things forever and you deserve a little bit of a break and free time and even more than that. So you want to hone in on creating a operational structure within your business that allows you to delegate like we spoke about earlier in this episode and allows you to get the support in pieces of your business that then let you do the visionary CEO pieces that you truly want to. Okay, so in terms of money mindset, a lot of times the mistakes entrepreneurs make is holding on to their money for way too long. And lots of entrepreneurs like to say, well, when I have more money, then I will invest. Most of the time, an investment is to help you make more money. So flipping it on its head, if you invest in something beforehand, you can often then bring in more ROI. Now, you do need to be smart about this. You need to look at your books. You need to know your numbers, something I preach over and over and over. Know your numbers. But also make sure that you are not operating out of fear and you're not getting the support that you want and thus, in turn, putting yourself in the position of working 24-7 when you don't have to. This is really then about knowing when your time could be better used elsewhere in the business and when outsourcing can allow you to bring in more ROI, more energy, more time in your own books. Because remember, those are currencies as well. We have our financial currency, we have energy, we have time. The three most valuable currencies. And your number one job is to try to protect those, to use them wisely, and to make sure that you are allowing yourself the freedoms to actually live. Because remember, you started your business most likely to have more freedom, more time, more energy, whatever it is, do something that you absolutely love. We don't want your business to become something that you're going to be a slave to. We want it to be something that lifts you up, gives you freedom, gives you that control over your own life, gives you choice. Your working time mindset, what's keeping you stuck working 24-7 might be related to feeling nervous or anxious about investing money in the business to get support. It might be around the concept of really what productivity looks like and feeling like there are things that you need to do when in reality you don't. That was one of the biggest things that held me back. I thought that I was doing a good job delegating and hiring and outsourcing, and then I realized there were so many other pieces that I was holding on to that I could easily relinquish, relinquish to people I was already working with and give them more things to work on on a weekly basis within the business and also outsource to additional experts. So I challenge you to really start thinking about what you think productivity looks like. What does it mean to be efficient? Do you need to be working around the clock? What does it mean to invest in your business? 
and really coming back to operations as well and thinking about that audit and saying, where can I start bringing in the support and or how can I redisperse my time and energy to keep me from working 24-7? Because the thing about both operations and mindset is that you can't get out of the cycle of working around the clock with just one or the other. You need both absolutely need both. If you do one well, you might be okay for a little while, but at some point it's going to catch up to you and you're going to realize that you need to hone in on the other piece. So this is exactly what I support business owners with in both of my coaching programs. If you are a service provider wanting to grow your business and not work around the clock, my signature coaching programs can help you do just that. Elevated Brand Accelerator is for entrepreneurs wanting to establish their authority and grow to 5k months And Freedom Found Collective is a higher level mastermind, help you expand to 10K months and find your freedom. And we're currently accepting applications for both programs for our early bird waitlists. And if you're interested in joining the waitlist, there's no commitment whatsoever by just putting your name down, but this gives you first dibs as a limited spot in both the high touch programs. And it gives you opportunities for valuable bonuses that we'll be giving away just to the waitlist enrollees. So you can head over to crystalchurch.com or you can click the links in the episode description to read more and apply to EBA or FFC. Now, the homework I'm going to leave you with today is really to identify what's taking up the majority of your time and what's your mindset around that. What are your current beliefs around the hours you need to spend working and the time? And if you're feeling like, okay, well, I know maybe I don't need to spend all of this time working but there are still tasks I absolutely need to do because this is not an episode about just not doing work that needs to be done. The answer is to start looking at how you can get support within your business, how you can start to grow a team or get mentorship to be able to then relinquish some of that time and energy that you're spending and get some of your own choice in life back. And if you have any questions whatsoever, you can always hop over to Instagram at crystal.church and pop into my DMs. I'd be so happy to talk to you about it. Remember that not working 24-7 takes time. It's not going to change overnight, but with slow, intentional steps that you put in place in front of you, you can absolutely get there. Cheering you on every step of the way. 